This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Every day we're stuck inside From public places we will hide A million streams are keeping us alive I think of what the world might be Outside of Netflix on TV A million streams is keeping me a slouch A million streams while we're all stuck on the couch. I wondered wow. why you chose the word a slouch. <laughs> what wow. else rhymes with slouch? Yeah. You deserve yeah. Thank this. You. you deserve Thank you. this. One take, everybody. Well done, Michelle Williams. Can't, that's one of the best ones I've ever heard from you. Honestly. Oh, you stopped that no, right that now. No, that was really good. because I was actually on key. You were on key. Stop that. You've been that. practicing that, haven't you? Like three times. Uh, welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm wow. Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And uh, we are distanced apart here in yeah. the baking cave yes, we from are. one yep. another. Uh, we all have clothes on while we huddle in the closet together. <laughs> I, I brought the <laughs> antibacterial wipes, and so we're... This sounds appropriate for what Jake just said, yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, the finale of our 2000s Alt-Rock tournament. We picked a winner. We did. We picked a winner, and I think it's okay to spoil it now, but we had some people who were happy about that, and some people were not happy about that. Yeah. Generally, I think everyone was pretty satisfied with it, but... Like, not the way we got there, No, but what we ended up with. Almost, almost every comment there. said, I didn't like most of the decisions, but you landed where you should. Somehow we got to the right final yeah. two. Which is honestly the opposite of what it usually is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, True. Kendall It's J. like the journey was fun, but you guys sucked at the end. Uh, Kendall, <laughs> Kendall J on Twitter said, uh, Signs of the Apocalypse. Number one, disease. Number two, earthquakes. Number three, zombie hordes taking all the toilet paper. Number four, Jimmy Eats World makes the top four of any top list. I mean, I like <laughs> Jimmy Eats World as much as most other guys. Apparently not as much as you guys, but really? Well, I'm off to go buy fire insurance. Listen to more <laughs> so Jimmy that's a World. sign of the apocalypse? Apparently. Thanks for listening, Kendall. <laughs> uh, Patrick Rhodes said, definitely tier one of your music bracket shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an auto slave were the Cinderella stories of the bracket. I wanted the killers to win, but I respect how huge and influential Linkin Park was on 2000 Salt Rock. Even though Mr. Brightside was on the UK charts from its release until last year. What? Kind of impressive. It is crazy. And then uh, finally, <laughs> from Rachel Crump, Jacob is, <laughs> Jacob is dead to me. <laughs> she said, "She said, truly, I knew Incubus wouldn't make it to the end, but to lose to Nickelback, the worst band of all time, the Totinos of the pizza world, it's <laughs> just not right. It hurts oh, the well heart. Played. Well played. Hey, if you'll remember, who was it? Rachel? Yeah, that was Rachel Crump. Yeah, Kent also voted for Nickelback. Just, I voted just, for Incubus. That was Joel who voted for Nickelback. No, the next time you voted for Nickelback. Well, then Scott's as a joke. No, no, you voted for them. I think because that was my did. favorite part. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry I, about it. This felt, this felt a little good for me because then Scott Sprague commented on re- replied to Rachel's comment and said. Hey, Rachel, reminds me of the time Jake picked Ursula over Maleficent. No, that was a solid Ba-boom. decision. That was a solid decision. Water versus fire. Vindicated! Water versus fire makes sense. No. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. We're we going back three years now. What's going on? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's revisit uh, some of our best arguments yes, we, we and relive them you. together. We also, I was going to say, we have some iTunes reviews I'd like to read off today from Will Hansen. It's H-A-N-S-N. There's no E there. Oh, I was like, are you okay? Hansen. Hansen. He says, if you want to learn more about movies, music, food, comics, and basically anything else, plus laugh your head off, Bacon Cell is the podcast for you. Hot tip, episode 213 about Stranger Things is a must listen. Really? That episode? I liked it. And I like I that. Know I, I love when people give random hmm. directions. Uh, also, this is from Burhelstern, B-R-H-E-L-L-S-T-R-N, Burhelstern. They say, exceptional. <laughs> that's it that's it 
I'll take it. That's all we need. It's like the opposite of Sam Ma, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> we love you, Sam. And then uh, finally, uh, from Shane Hyatt, he says, this is by far my favorite podcast. These three guys always talk about the important things in this life. How, like how, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got to laugh because it's like the important things. Like how, like who would win in a fight between Mario and Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> who the best alternative rock band from the, two th- from the 2000s, even though they are wrong? Driving etiquette and maybe the most important, which soda is bacon cell approved? I listen to these guys every Monday, and they always make me laugh. I highly recommend listening. Oh. Thank you, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Thank, Thank you, Will, you. Will Henson. Thank you, Bill Hurston. We appreciate you and your iTunes reviews. Give us a review at iTunes or on Google Podcasts, wherever you can find a place to review for Bacon Cell. Do it. Yes. We love to yep. get them. And speaking we of do. appreciation, we do have two new patrons this week. Yeah. And they're both tier one patrons. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, we have Monica Harper, tier one Monica, Monica, thank you so much. Thanks, Monica, for support. And joining yeah. her, Emily Ellis. Love the alliteration. Emily Ellis. Hi, Emily. Superhero thank or supervillain. Emily Ellis. Patron of Bacon Cell. But both it. great. That, that, those are great names. And speaking of patrons, we just did a Bacon bit uh, that we released on patreon.com forward slash Bacon Cell. A little bit of a heavier episode. These yes. are heavier times, but we do have an announcement to make. Two announcements, show. actually. Two short announcements. We do. Uh, first of all, we are going to, due, due to current events, um, we are obviously being uh, cautious here, and we realize we should probably be cautious uh, a couple weeks down the road, so we have postponed our anniversary show, which normally takes place mid-April. Yeah. So, Spencer Larson, you get to continue to be the listener with a capital L a little bit longer, but watch out. As soon as things clear up, your uh, head's going to be on the chopping block As soon as people again. dare yep. to be around be in us. trouble yeah. again, Spencer. Yeah. Whatever he's gonna be hard to beat, honestly, listener. So no, be prepared if you're gonna if you're gonna. Once play. we take those faulty buzzers away, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he's got my vote. <laughs> and so we do have a second announcement to make. Uh, Jake, I'm gonna give this one to you. Okay. The second announcement is that uh, since we're not gonna do an anniversary show, I don't see the point in even staying. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Don't do it like that. <laughs> wow. No. So listener, uh, on a completely serious, non-joke tone, I have uh, a couple of twins. Well, no, one a couple of, of twins. I mean. Wow. Does that mean four? Yeah, I guess it might. What are you, Joel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He only has them four at a time now. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else is a waste of his Poor effort, wife. you know? Uh, so, no, I have twins coming up really soon. There's uh, between Corona and a couple other things that are going on. I have asked the guys if I could take a little paternity leave. So I'm going to be handing off the reins to whatever lucky guest comes on and uh, gets to sit with these uh, mm-hmm. handsome fellas. For We're a bringing little in bit. handsome guys? Uh, yeah, Kent insisted. <laughs> I am growing, I'm growing a mustache, guys. <laughs> he is. Oh, yeah. he is. So I don't know exactly what how long the paternity leave will be because it depends on how things go. So the twins will almost certainly be... Anyway, there's there's some complications. We crazy. expect NICU, and life is weird, and so... I mean, anyway, it sounds, so these it guys sounds, were nice enough to give me a little bit of time. It sounds minimalized, but the... We had a belt. We're taking out of your 401k. For yeah, itself. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. And if you call it paternity leave, you're not going to be paid for this. I okay. want you to know. <laughs> okay, that, that's well, we'll take it. We'll take it from your sick leave first, and then we'll go into your vacation. Well, you guys are going to like that even more because I think all the patrons, the, the potential patrons that were going to join that weren't, now they now they can't. Now, off the show. now that I'm off the show, that they they can finally. So, uh, listeners, if you were waiting till I was leaving, go ahead and come on. I was waiting, and I was going to say we're being a little flippant about this, yeah. just because it is it it's it's hard. This is something we did we didn't want to have to deal with, but we knew it was something inevitable with with the twins coming, and uh, Jacob has been a part of the show since the beginning, since five years ago when we started. And we wanted to make sure we gave him his due by letting him know how much we appreciate him, both on our Pagan bit and on this episode. 
but don't worry. I don't want you to stress out. Everything seems to be changing right now in the world, right. but it's okay. This is just Jacob's got to take care of his family. And we've always said that family comes first. Take and care of yourself here on Bacon Cell. Like we love Jake so much. We're forcing him to come back at some point as soon as humanly possible. And yes. so please. As soon as the little humans allow me. Yeah. Yeah. Soon Which, as, he, as soon as he gets his feet back under him. When they're seven. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when they're no. seven, seven weeks is seven, what I mean. Oh, people are oh. freaking out right now no, that but, you just said that. <laughs> and honestly, like, so yeah, we may have a couple revolving guests uh, come in and take Jake's spot for a little bit. But then Jake will come in and do... Yeah, get each other in a room. Yeah, maybe. and if you think you're better at this than me, you're probably right. And, no. you, can, and you reach out to these guys and maybe they'll... No, 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 no. We're not taking applications. <laughs> but also, and yeah, don't miss Jake too much because I'm going to force him to do cameo guest spots on the show for the time being. And yeah, then we I'll, can get you back for I'll good. I'll be back. And, and I am, I mean, hopefully continue to be in charge of the anniversary show uh, whenever yeah. that's going to happen. And so I, I take that on as a responsibility. So I'll at least be back whenever yeah. we end up. Being we just want to make sure that his wife is taken care of, hopefully his kids are so. taken care of, and that he's taken care of. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, fellas. Hey. Well, thank you. We love you, Jake. Hey. Yeah. And thank you, listener. Sincerely. So, yeah. I hate to be so serious, but we do love you. You can give me a six-foot hug after this. I like you as a friend. Thank you. 12-inch whisper. I like you as a hug. podcast acquaintance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, let's soften <laughs> well, up a bit. You're just pulling it back? What's well, going on? Well, my friend just felt so forward. I mean, we've only been uh, recording every week for five years. Yeah, you can't say love. L-U-V still sounds like love. Oh, you guys, you're right. Hey, love you guys, ya. You guys are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you guys are perfectly adequate uh, podcast. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Please leave us an iTunes review. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Three stars. like I said, we, we, don't want that to we don't want to dwell on it because the whole point of Bacon Cell is that we want to be kind of the distraction to maybe all the chaos that's happening in the world. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. But it kind of is. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Today we're going to talk about what to stream during the quarantine. Ooh. Rhymed. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't even need to be a quarantine because it's just what people stream. just stream TV. In fact, yeah. I think entertainment is going to change radically. I already It's all going to standard definition. Yeah, that's <laughs> in <laughs> oh, Europe. Oh man. Yeah. No, here too. They started YouTube started really? doing it already. Oh wow. So yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is the first weekend ever where $0 have gone into the box office in US cinematic history. Wow. wow. That's nuts. Did Trolls World Tour release or something? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I will not see that. I will not but see any movie. Any new movie or any movie that's been out for a few weeks has gone direct to digital. Kent, yeah. what, is your, what is your professional opinion on this? Are they going to just release more movies together or are they going to just push oh, everything you mean in the back end of this year? into eternity? Well, we've already seen Wonder Woman get delayed until August. I think they're hoping that that will be the first major movie of the summer. Oh, wow. But I do think that most movies will be pushed. I think Black Widow, they're waiting on to see because it was meant to come out like first week of May. Yeah, but so like, I mean, that, does that mean the end of this year? Well, is I think be December, stacked? December is going to be or stacked. Or just everything just pushed Already back Thanksgiving and Christmas were stacked for blockbusters. It's just going to be decimated by Yeah, them. but now no one's going to make any money on these. Well, eventually, because when people are finally ready to see film again, ready mm -hmm. to go to the theaters, there, I'm ready now. there will be, well, me too. Yeah. But when people trust theaters, there will be a lot of money to, to be made, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, we know that a Weird lot of world. people, uh, like we don't want to make this, we want to make this show as evergreen as possible. We also know this is very, something that's happening to everyone right, right. now. But we know that a lot of people are kind of stuck inside and they don't want to watch the same old movie they've seen a dozen times and they want to try something new. Yeah. So we came up with some suggestions for TV shows because yeah. I'll tell you what, one of the best ways to pass time is watch an engaging television series that pulls you from episode to episode and makes you look forward to when you can watch it again. That way that they're, your, nice. they're your new friends. Yeah, because truthfully, you can't make any new friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. not when you have a mustache. <laughs> and we may, <laughs> yeah. I walked right into that. <laughs> we may be, we, we may be bringing up ones you've already heard of before, uh, and that's fine. You know, 
that's we're kind of just like well, being, sometimes that's the point for some of these yeah categories. exactly yeah. Rem- reminding you of good stuff that's out there but also introducing you to some new things as well right so we have seven seven categories. seven categories uh that we're going to go through and all three of us have ca- recommendations to go through and we're going to go through each one of them and the only criteria we said is that it had to be a tv show and it had to be available on uh, a free stream. Well, not free. One of the big four yes. subscription services. So right. Buy subs- you don't have to, you don't have to buy it a la carte. You can just watch it on a subscription service like Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime. Those right. are the big four that we were talking about. All right, let's get this started then. And I'm also going to play along. Yay! Our first for one. last <laughs> show. <laughs> you waited till your last show. Finally, I'm going to join I'm in. Participate. Yeah. Uh, usually, I just like watching you guys, but. Uh, tonight, gross. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Do you like how we acted differently? <laughs> Joel doesn't like being watched. I do. Yeah. I they just have a mustache. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like to be the one watching. All right. Our first one is the one you're not going to be watching. This is the background show. So for the background show, this is one where you can turn on. You don't have to pay attention the whole time yeah. to get the gist of the show, but you can be doing other things while doing it. I chose, this is my only comedy on the list. It's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's a background show? It's a background show for me because I feel like comedies are the best How background shows. How could it be shows. a background show when it's so in your face? Well, that's true. But <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But you don't need to watch, see every joke happen. You don't need to see every plot happen because there are 153 episodes of this TV show. If you're going to pay attention to every episode, you're going to not have any more time left and you're going to be a worse person. <laughs> like this show... These are, it's four, oh, five despicable people because they added Danny DeVito in the second season. That was the and second they, season when he came Yeah, on? second season. I thought it was later. Oh, yeah. I thought he was like from the beginning. No, so actually, fun fact, in the first season, like I've they seen, own, I've, I've seen like the first handful of episodes. Yeah, there's like 10 episodes, I think, in FX. It's on FX and you can watch it on Hulu now. Mm-hmm. FX almost canceled it because it's like the most low budget show ever. These guys created the show. The cast wrote and created the show. They bring their friends in. The opening theme is just a royalty-free song. And they went around with the digital camera and recorded Philadelphia. And that's it. And so FX wasn't really pleased, even though it didn't spend a lot of money. So one of the execs said, hey, I've, I've got a buddy. Uh, it's Danny DeVito. And his kids really like this show. Maybe we could bring Danny DeVito in for ratings. And they did. And the show just took off from really? there. Huh. And it's been going for 14 seasons from 2005 that's to crazy. now. That's crazy. I think it's the How longest running live action comedy. 153. Most shows don't get 10 seasons. No, no, per season. Oh, it's about 12 episodes per season. Okay. So it's a cable show. But it's still going. And 22 minutes per episode. So they fly by. And the reason I call this a background is that, yeah, you shouldn't watch every joke happen. There will be episodes that stand out, but sometimes what they're joking about isn't great. Hmm. But when you hear a great joke... Like it's going to, you're going to, like you shouldn't turn this down and watch it. You should be maybe working on your computer. And well, then turn out if your parents are around. Definitely. It's not a mixed company show. This is, a, uh, this is TVMA, right? Yeah, it is TVMA. Yeah. Like they're not dropping. I don't, I don't really remember that, actually. They only dropped the F-bomb on like a couple episodes, and that's a few they could do on it's FX. the F-words I was uh, much Content. shocked by. Yeah, like there oh, were some jokes. Where, I'm not even going to read the titles watching, of some of the episodes. No, I was watching on a VidAngel, and some stuff got through, and I was like, Whoa. I guess I don't have a filter for that one. <laughs> I watched the first handful of episodes yeah. and I, the content was pretty, I mean, it was PG-13, I guess. Yes. But yeah. But think about, if you haven't seen the show, it's, it's like the themes, it's, it's Seinfeld, dark, but, but they're dark. worse people. <laughs> the and pitch. they're all, they're all kind of dumb and high strung. And that's the thing. If you just pay attention, you're going to get a little irritated. But if you just hear it from not really paying attention, you're going to hear a few jokes per episode that will really stand out. But this show is really good. It's just a lot. It's a lot to watch. See, I have the hardest time. Uh, I, I can't do 
sitcoms as background shows. Not even The Office? No, because, well, okay, once I've seen multiple times before, sure, yeah. but I there's so many jokes in a short, like, 20-minute show yeah. that I feel like I need to pay attention to the jokes See, and visuals. I feel like this is good because there's no, like, character depth. They don't change too much, whereas in <laughs> dramas, I need to see how no, that's characters undergo that. Yeah. All right, Jake, what do you have? Well, I actually felt, feel the same way as you. First, I should I should clarify, I don't like background shows. I don't watch background shows because if it's on, I want to watch it. And if it's not worth watching, if it doesn't like capture my attention, and I'm engaged and I'm fully invested, mm-hmm. then why am I watching it? That's Kent watching CW shows. I don't it's get it. It's so true. I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard. So, But I do feel like if it's going to be something, it's going to be comedy. And there is one particular show that I like mm-hmm. and that I like quite a bit, but it, it doesn't always capture like my full attention. My brain will wander onto other things while I'm watching it. And so it kind of works for that. Joel, this is a show you love. Mm-hmm. This is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I do love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. So you don't need to pay attention to every single inside joke that no. happens later? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, it's just, it's so much of the comedy is goofy. I love okay. it. And so but it it's does so it, fast paced. Like the jokes are like, it is. It's what about this thing quick. right here? Show the clip, jump out. Yeah. Wait, that sounds yeah. like Family Guy. Not as, well, it's Have you not, not watched as silly as that. At all? No. Oh, really? Wow. Nope. Oh, it's, it's, it's actually, fun. it's probably the best comedy on TV airing right now in my opinion okay it's not like it's not it's not even would you say it's tier one like tier one right now or tier one period tier one right now i would agree with tier one right now okay like so low bar well no but it's like (laughs) thank you let's see it's not not like going to be one of the greats i don't know though because here's the thing is when it got canceled i was so upset Mm -hmm. and then when it got renewed on uh nbc so it's a fox show and then nbc nbc picked it up i was very happy about that and so maybe i like it more than i thought but Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of the my ones i look forward to it's a good choice okay what about you for me, I actually picked one that I have used as a background show, and it's because there are 28 seasons and 214 episodes, what? including 11 specials. I chose Top Gear. Oh, okay. Oh. So Top That's a Gear, great choice. Well, the thing is, Top Gear is one my, my brother introduced me to it. Uh, I'm not a car guy. Uh, apparently, I didn't know what a governor was, and people were mocking me for that. <laughs> yeah, he's um, on The Walking Dead. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a, tar- a car guy, but uh, Top Gear, if you don't know, it's about these hosts, at least in, in the prime days it's like podcast buddies but they have a tv show on the bbc funny you should say that okay so on the show they they talk about cars and then they also have like kind of funny comedy segments Mm -hmm. but it stars jeremy clarkson richard hammond james may and i actually when i was watching this i have now equated jeremy clarkson to kent what me to richard hammond and Jacob to James May. And does that all fit? I it want the fits. listener to is tell this, us. So is this personality? Or this is, this is definitely like personality. Like Jeremy Clarkson's kind of the guy. Who He's put, abrasive. He pushes the boundaries a lot and kind of, you know, gets in trouble for things he says. And I'm like, totally can't. <laughs> Richard Hammond's kind of this uh, uh, a little upstart who has a lot of mainstream opinions. They mock him for it. Okay. He's a little goofy. Ooh, I'm then, 57 years old and British. Yes. And James May is kind of the stuffy guy who does thinks the other two are kind of idiots and they kind of mock him for being so stiff. But okay. It, yeah. it fits out. And then they have the Stig, who is this uh, anonymous is he the driver. One? Yeah, he's the driver. Sure. And he drives, he test drives these amazing cars and they have these amazing cars out there. It's, it's, it's really fun to watch these cool cars. But the thing is, it's not about the cars. It's about the comedy for me. And so like as the they're talking... Yes. I've never seen Top Gear. Oh, it's hilarious. It's about Jake. the comedy? It's hilarious. So they have... I did uh, not see that coming. Like, like when they're talking about the cars and they're talking about the motor and, and the features of it and all that, I kind of glance up and I'm like doing other stuff, right? In my journal mm-hmm. or typing on the computer or something like that. But then when they start doing the segments, I really enjoy them. So for example, they do something called the star in the reasonably priced car. Well, they'll bring on a star and put them in a reasonably, reasonably priced car and then have them drive around a track, a racetrack. And then they mark everyone's time and they have a running board of who's the fastest celebrity, who's the slowest celebrity, including celebrities this like funny. Margot Robbie, 
uh, Cameron Diaz, Simon Pegg, Ewan McGregor, Hugh Grant, Michael Fassbender, Kent. Who's the fastest? Rowan Atkinson, Michael Gambon. They actually named a curve on the road for Michael Gambon, Dumbledore in the later. Is it because he had a rush to the Goblet of Fire? Because he almost died. Oh. The car, well, the car just like went up <laughs> on two go, wheels. Which way your name is the Goblet of Fire? Well, he didn't like, it was like the, the car kind of lost control and they, were, they thought they were going to kill Michael Gambon. And so they call it Gambon Curve. <laughs> uh, and then Tom Cruise also. Uh, of course he did. So they, they bring these stars on, he they interview won. them, and then they yeah. have them through, through the track. And it's hilarious to watch these celebrities who aren't professional drivers except for Tom Cruise do these tracks. They also do things where they do like a cheap car challenge where they, they're given a budget in which to buy a second-hand car and then they go through a bunch of challenges with whatever crap car they bought. Mm-hmm. They try to create they try to create like a, a hovercraft out of a car before they all try to do it together. Where's this filmed? In England. Okay. And well, But then they also go around the world. But I want to know who won the cheap car oh, it's, star. It's you have to watch. They have, they have boards out there of just showing all so, the greatest and worst celebrities. I'm where can we find this? So this is on Amazon Prime, but... It's currently a paid one unless you get the 30 free, 30 day free trial of Motor Trend. So you can then what you get the free trial for 30 days. You binge watch this 28 sucker. seasons, 214 episodes. <laughs> well, technically only only like the, the second season to the 22nd season are the ones. And they're like on the a new time. show now. They yes. Did a little and then you, but you can get uh, the grand the grand tour is what right. they call it on Amazon Prime. That one's available for free with with Prime. And it's basically the same show, but it's hilarious. And one of my favorite things, Jacob, I was going to tell you about this is when they okay. go around the world. And they do different challenges. Like one time they were seeing who could get to France the fastest from England. And one of them used the channel. One of them drove. And like they were trying different ways to get there. See who could get there the first. One time they were driving across America in like $1,000 cars and had to drive to the deep south. And one of the guys spray painted Hillary for Prez on the, oh, side, of the, no. on the side of the car just to mess with the other guy. Right. Like mm-hmm. they, they play with so well off each other. And that's why I said it reminds me of Bacon Cell. But even if you are a car person, I highly recommend watching Top Gear. Uh, TV 14 most of the time, okay. I, I should, even TV PG, there's occasional time since it's British, there's an MA where they'll throw in a random F word for some reason, but it's so like far in between that I, you know, I can't tell you which episode it's on, but yeah, Top Gear, UK, and the most, UK version. Most of these that we're mentioning, if they are streaming on Netflix or Amazon Prime, you can get on VidAngel, which yes. I'm sure you bring up. Yeah. And could you get everything? On these streaming services on VidAngel? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, a, if Top Gear's on there, but okay. I know a lot of these I looked up on VidAngel, so yeah. All right, our next category is going to be the mainstream rewatch. I'm going to kick this one off. So this is the show that you've seen before. And if you haven't seen it before, everyone else you know has seen this show. So, but... Yeah, I mean, we've categorized it as a rewatch, so maybe you've seen it, well, or maybe you've seen parts of the it. Things, we know people out there are rewatching The Office and Friends for like the 20th time because yeah. they love the show and the characters. Yeah, like, what Which should I watch, Friends? Well, and it's that's like, fine. Honestly, it makes sense right now because it's like, oh, that's comforting. That's familiar. Yeah. Remember? Right now. Remember then? <laughs> <laughs> remember when Michael uh, Scott was offending uh, us? Why aren't they social distancing in the self. office? Yeah. Uh, so my choice, I'm going a little, a little geeky on this, and I have a runner-up as well. But I'm going to go with Star Trek, The Next Generation. Generation. Oh, okay. Never seen it. So this is Patrick Stewart, as you all know, and a whole cast of do your people. Patrick, do your Captain Picard impersonation. I want to hear it. I have never even just attempted say Captain's that. log in a very British voice. Make it so. That was exciting. It's like, <laughs> like having him in the room. Yeah. It's like having Captain Picard. You in the even room. shaved your head for that. Engage. Yeah. If you don't watch, you have no idea what I'm doing. And you guys probably everyone know knows that. I was yeah. Say, okay. Yeah. That's that's what, that. Like the thing is, Next Generation has entered the pop culture realm. Where all of a sudden it's in my view, where I'm like, I know things about the show, even though I've never seen. You would still know Jean Luc Picard. This this show is a freaking delight. It's so weird and quirky at times, and yet it's thoughtful and moving at others. And you're watching, it, you're like, holy cow, this is 
this is such a treat. So like you can watch this and like the things you'll never expect can happen. And you'll watch a show and you'll be like, that was not their best show. And then you'll watch another one and you're How like... How many times would you say this per season? Oh, not very many. Maybe maybe one. Oh, that's it? Oh, yeah. No, most of the shows are pretty solid. And sometimes it's just character development and there's like a slight like drama or something that's mm-hmm. going on. But but you you learn to love these characters so well that it doesn't it doesn't matter it they they hit so so often uh most of the time like 90 percent. i'd say they have like a 90 percent hit rate and then you'll watch some shows some are still like logged in my memory of like it they change my like my paradigm like my life paradigm thinking about some of the ways that they you know just made you appreciate things yeah hmm. anytime you meet someone named wesley you say shut up wesley <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is the thing. yeah yeah there you go uh, my mainstream rewatch is actually one I'm mainstream rewatching right now. It's very close to the office, but it's not. It's Parks and Recreation. How many Enjoy. times have you seen it? Uh, this may be my third or fourth time. I, well, okay. I think it's, I pick and choose episodes, but I'm like, okay, I'm starting from the beginning again, and I'm just watching these. And so if you don't know Parks and Rec- Recreation, it was on NBC back in the day in the must-see TV days. Uh, the absurd antics of Pawnee, Indiana's public officials, as they pursue sundry projects to make their city a better place. That sounds terrible. But you have characters like Leslie Nope and Perkins, Mark Brandanowitz in the first couple seasons, Tom Haverford, and Ron Swanson. Now, Ron Swanson... Oh, oh, yeah, of course, Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt. Yeah. This is the show that gave Star-Lord his start. Doughy Star-Lord at the beginning. Like, yeah, very adorable Star-Lord. He's like, he's like so doughy in the first couple of seasons. And then I love it because then when he became Star-Lord and became like muscular, they, have, they write in this one line where it's like, so all you did was stop drinking or stop drinking uh, beer, and he's like, "Yeah, that's it. And this is what happened. <laughs> that's it." I thought it was, it was milk. Beer. It might have been milk. I was like, I was either beer or dairy. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I was I drinking milk. milk. So it made me laugh. Uh, this is oh no, no no no. That's because they had a running joke where it was always different things. Oh, was it? So throughout the episode, they'd be like, "Yeah," and then he would make up some new thing about hmm. how he did it. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Hulu. It's on everywhere. Originally ran from 2009 to 2015. It's seven seasons, 125 episodes. Mostly TV PG, occasionally TV 14. It's an NBC sitcom language and mild innuendo stuff. This is always one I delay watching. I've seen three seasons so far, but mm-hmm. I kind of stopped because this is one that I can only watch when I have a significant other or someone I'm about to date what? because women love this show. Thanks. Maybe tied with the office. <laughs> you women love my really? pick. Well, yeah, no, I think it's a very love good. Ron it's a very really good, in touch with your feminine. Side it's a mixed, you, yeah. a mixed company sort of show, and this is one that if I watch it on my own, I feel like it will be wasted because it'd be like, hey, let's watch Parks and Rec. I could say to a I date and not watch Game of Thrones like, anymore. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a safe one. Yeah, it's very safe. But this one is, is interesting because it started off as kind of this office wannabe. Mm-hmm. Like the first season isn't great. It's only six episodes. It isn't great. Well, it's, it yeah. But it's, and I'll tell you exactly when it gets good. But the problem is, okay. The paintball so, episode, obviously. Not exactly. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually episode, it's season two, episode seven, Greg Pakaitis. And it's this episode where this kid, Greg Pakaitis, is torturing Leslie Nope on a Halloween night. And it's just That's a good episode, yeah. That's when it's like, that one is when it hits its stride. But it's an amazing house, but you have to build the foundation with the first season. Like, you have to kind of get through those. And they're 20-minute episodes. It's not, it doesn't really win you over. No. The first one. Well, just like like you said, it's like the first season of The Office. Well, in fact, after the first season, uh, test audiences... Yeah, it's like the British one. <laughs> test office, uh, or test audiences were not happy with uh, Leslie Nope mm-hmm. and how she was like. They were like she's she's like a ditzy uh, Michael Scott wannabe, right? And so they changed her character. Yeah. And the second season, she becomes this amazingly good at her job and maybe over eager instead of completely incompetent like Michael Scott, right? Also, the the series gets much better when they stop focusing on Leslie Nope and allow the ensemble cast to shine. So then you get like Andy and April and uh, Ron Swanson, which is one of my favorite characters. I was him for Halloween once. But I feel bad, guys. Why? 
because I like this show so much that when we were on vacation with my uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, I forced my brother-in-law to watch the first season just so I was like, hey, we're watching another couple episodes tonight. Let's get through it and then we'll get to the good stuff. And he was so put off by it. To this day, he will not watch anything beyond what we watched up there. <laughs> yeah. He was so bothered by it. Because you're so stubborn about making him watch it. So like, it was you a bad watch season. This. Yeah. You will like this. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm you're sorry. Eat your pizza. Yeah. All right. My mainstream rewatch, I'll just say this. There's a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. Teletubbies. This. Yep, it's this is Teletubbies. <laughs> this is the dimension we call Teletubbies. Uh, the Twilight Zone from 1959 oh, to Twilight 1964. Zone. My goodness, Joel. <laughs> oh. oh, really? I went oh, on for four. Oh, 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 I went oh, oh, for as long oh, oh, as Joel oh, oh. went about Top Gear with my intro right there. <laughs> 156 episodes. You can find this on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu. This is original classic Twilight Zone stuff. The black yeah, and white stuff. We're not talking stuff. about any of the. Th- three redos because they even have a recent one going now not super great from what i've seen yeah this is the classic black and white most of it's written by rod serling he wrote 92 of the 156 episodes rod serling did that that's impressive yeah but the thing i like about twilight zone too is that it is every episode is a mini story well that's that's why i like this and this is why i consider a mainstream rewatch you're not going to get a gem with every episode. Sometimes you're like, oh, you guys are really worried about the Cold War or this and this. But sometimes they're ones... You were worried about a viral outbreak. <laughs> you oh, crazy weirdos. My gosh. <laughs> and that's why it's kind of relevant is because everything is a short story. And yes, it may inspire some sort of fear or paranoia for a time long ago. But that is that was what was culturally relevant at that time. The acting's fun and the, the twists in 20... Five-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes to tell a story. And they're phenomenal. Some of the best short storytelling I've ever seen. Very well done. They, in the fourth season, I call it the Gas Leak year, they actually went with <laughs> 50, <community. laughs> yeah, they went with 51-minute uh, episodes, and they're not as good. Yeah. And so then in season five, they bring it back to 25-minute yeah, episodes. Yeah, it has to be tight. Yeah, this one, I mean, just a few of the episodes. We have Eye of the Beholder, Time Enough at Last, which is very relevant for right now. Mm-hmm. That's one. No fair. No fair. Yeah, yeah. with glasses and reading. Nightmare at 20,000 feet. The monsters are due on Maple Street. Such a good character study. And then my personal favorite is an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. It is one of my... Which one's that one? It is one where a Civil War escapee is getting hanged. And then he... That's a short story. Yeah, he flees for his life. It's a short story. And Uh, it was brought into the Twilight Zone. Oh, I didn't know that. Watch this episode. It is one of the best visual movies I've ever seen. I had no idea that was an episode. And it's black and white. That's one of my favorite short stories. It's originally a German movie. And it's a 25-minute movie. Mm -hmm. And then Rod Serling is like, I love that. Can I bring that into the Twilight Zone? He did. So I think this one for my mainstream because it made such an impact for television... And I feel like it's even great now. And there's some funny episodes, fun episodes, scary episodes even, mm-hmm. which is weird because it was so many decades ago. Yeah, but still terrifying. Yeah. Kent, I'm adding this to my list. Mine too. The ones I mentioned too, right? <laughs> nope. Just yeah, yes, yes. Uh, Get off the show, Jacob. And it's <laughs> fine. I'm <laughs> too <out of> soon. <laughs> and it's just an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge because that short story is awesome. Okay, so the next category is going to be not for everyone. Now, this could mean a variety of things. It could mean that the content might be offensive. It could mean that it's too geeky. It could mean that it just it's not going to find a mainstream, widespread audience. Right. But you like it. Yeah. So, Joel, what do you like that maybe not everyone will? <laughs> oh, guys. I'll tell you. Not too long ago, if you remember, 
we would sit here and talk for a bit. We do our show. We talk for a bit. And then before I'd leave, I'd give you a little. Oh, no, no. I'm choosing Gilmore Girls. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So when he talks about this, I think you brushed over that a little too much. Speaking of the feminine side of these. (laughs) (laughs) He'd show up and he'd be like, hey, how's it going? He's like, well, Logan just cheated on Rory. Hey, spoilers alert. It happened like 19 times in the show. (laughs) Probably. And you wouldn't believe what Dean just did. I was really on Team Dean. But now, man, that guy is such a jerk. And Lorelai's been talking to Luke like, shut up. You remember all these character names really well. I saw a season. Yeah, he had to watch a season of it. So Gilmore Girls is one that, like I said, it's not for everyone. That's why I chose it for this. Because you recommend it to some people and they'll just roll their eyes. I remember we used to work with a guy who he was was a, you know, kind of a, I don't know how to say it. A cynic. He's a straight cynical guy. Um, but he loved Gilmore Girls, and I never understood that. And then I gave it a shot, and I'm like, I'm really liking the dialogue here. It's very fast-paced, very quick Too fast-paced, but yes. I mean, it's a heightened reality. Right. Uh, by the way, this is a dramedy centering around a relationship between a 30-something single mother and her teen daughter living in Stars Hollow, Connecticut. It stars Lauren Graham as Lorelai Gilmore, Alexis Bidel as Roy Gilmore, and then you get uh, Luke and, um, and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Gilmore. Melissa McCarthy as Suki St. James, mm-hmm. which... I know Melissa McCarthy has become kind of an abrasive presence in film. We haven't seen her for a while, honestly. Who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I actually oh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I remember really her. like her. It's like a different person on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, Jacob, mm-hmm. uh, Jaron Padalecki as Dean. Right. Not Sam. Not confusing at all. Not confusing at all because he's Sam He's Sam on Supernatural and Dean on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. When it's confusing because Dean's the name of his brother in Supernatural. So this is available on Netflix. Uh, there are seven seasons and 153 <laughs> episodes. And it told Jeez, me. Like, I, okay, Does that guys. include the Netflix revisit? No. So then you have the Netflix. That's an extra uh, four episodes if you had the year in the life as they revisited is, Stars Hollow. Is this all on Netflix now? All on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it is highly rewatchable and i can't tell you gentlemen i can't tell you how much joy this show brought to me really? because i got to the point where i loved the characters and i understood the characters so much that like someone would say something just different to mrs gilmore and i'd be like oh she's not gonna like that <laughs> like it became this whole thing where i was totally oh my gosh the characters i was rooting for characters to get to get together i was sad when it, characters broke up was it ever frustrating when characters made terrible decisions yes. just for the sake of drama because that's why i can't watch it well, okay so here's the thing it's like it's, there's a couple times when they do that and there's a, a couple things in the show that i really wish they didn't do but overall i was thoroughly on board almost from the beginning and i was sad when this was over I think the best way to describe this show is it's a Hallmark Christmas movie written by Aaron Sorkin. That's fair. Because it feels because like it's good comfort writing. food. But the writing is very good. The yeah. acting is fine. Yeah. I watched one season of this with this girl I dated and ha- didn't go back because we weren't dating anymore. To the show or to the date? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> but I just, I was like, I will not watch this show. I was being so stubborn. And then I watched a few episodes, mostly to make Joel smile and laugh. And it makes it makes me so happy every time you bring up actual it, names and plot points. It, it paid off. He like must it, be very happy because he nailed it all. He did. He <laughs> really did. But yeah, I was Logan's team, the worst. I was even Team Dean. She's like, you don't know what he does, and he never got to the point oh, where I hate Dean. I don't like Dean. Well, good, good choice, Joel. Yeah, all right, Ken. I won't get into it. <laughs> so mine is like the opposite of Joel's choice. Big Excel. Exactly. So I'm choosing a Netflix show. Uh, the third season is out this past weekend, as of this airing. It's Ozark. I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah. So Jake actually led me on to this one. And this is yeah. on VidAngel. I saw it, it is. on there. It is. Okay. Yeah. You will need to watch it on VidAngel. Yes. And you're still going to feel like the that worst pilot, person ever. That pilot is brutal. Because this is Jason Bateman, Laura, Laura Linney, Linney, 
And oh. I, I don't even know the plot, really. Oh, okay. The plot is a financial advisor, Jason Bateman, drags his family from Chicago to the Missouri Ozarks, where he must launder money to appease a drug boss. This one, you'd almost say it's like, oh, it's like Breaking Bad. This guy gets involved in this. Jason Bateman makes his director debut, I yeah. believe, for the show, too. But you never really think Jason Bateman is a great father, husband, businessman, whatever. He does get dragged in a lot of stuff that he's really not complicit in originally. But, man, he is a, kind of a terrible guy for the right reasons. I think that's the only way to really describe yeah. that. There are some moments that happen in the almost perfectly tight first season because the second season wanders a bit mm-hmm. and I haven't seen the third yet. But that first season, there are some moments that I remember when Jake kind of sold me on it. He said, when this happens, you'll be sold. I think it's the second episode. I can't even say it, but there is a dramatic impact. Yes. <laughs> and and I, all of a sudden I'm like, this is a TV show? Like, how did they pull this off? Yeah. Yeah, and it had my intention from. It's like, in my watch list. It's in my it's in my VidAngel watch list of like watch Ozark. Yeah, it, I it, think it's because you mentioned it, Jacob. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's. I actually haven't gone back to it. I've seen the first three, four episodes. Okay, and season two or, or season one. one. How, oh, far yeah. Ozarks, how far are the How far the Ozarks from where you grew up, Jacob? That's where I grew up in the Ozarks. Yeah. So this is exactly like your life story, except they they film it in like Georgia or something apparently because yeah. they couldn't Boo. get the rights to film in Ozarks. <laughs> so what this is, it feels like Justified without Timothy Olaf- Oliphant. Well, what is that then? Which, but it's directed by much. Derek Sion France, who did Blue Valentine and A Place Beyond the Pines. Like this so whole this thing is really is, uplifting, happy. It's not no. upla- uplifting <laughs> no. at all. No, that's that's one of the and reasons. There's a blue filter over is, everything. Yeah, and, it was just the tone is just a little a little dark. And it a little, is so dark. What's well, all the whole category? It's not for everybody. So some yeah. people aren't yeah. going to want darkness. In, and in the content is I, is very heavy. Yeah, I it's, really appreciated the storytelling, and but I, I didn't want to like live with it. Are you uh, a couple seasons in, or did you stop? No, I, I I stopped after a few episodes. Oh, you stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. get back into it. I can't wait to watch season three. And to make my heart a you little bit more it was cold. Too dark for you, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> not for everybody. That's what I said. Not for, it's the category. Have a lighthearted show after this. Am I going to like it? Did you like Breaking Bad? No. Okay. No, I didn't finish Breaking Bad either. Joel, based on the acting alone in this show, you'll like it. Okay. The acting's solid. Yeah. But yeah. But Kent's right. There's there's a moment where you're like, oh, this is for real. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jake. What's yours? Mine is one I know Kent knows. It's the story of uh, David Haller. He's a troubled young man, diagnosed as a schizophrenic. And then he has a very strange encounter and learns that he has some very unique powers. I'm so glad he chose this one. This show is called Legion. Oh, yeah. This is the one you guys keep trying to get me to watch because you say there's a musical and it's funny. And this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like how that's how we try to sell it. That was the show you guys kept pitching. It's like, it's a musical. Singing. It's they funny. They singing that out is, of nowhere. It's so weird. not how we pitch it. That's the episode you guys were talking about when I first no, about We were this. talking about that because it's I amazing. I think we said the guy from Downton Abbey does show tunes. Yeah. And he's the superhero. Yes. Listen, there are very, there are. <laughs> Cousin Matthew is doing it all show makes perfect sense. But yeah, that's it. Uh, this show, uh, creator uh, Noah Hawley, who, who's done Fargo, and he's online to do uh, a new Star Trek thing as well. We'll see. We'll see. I, I hope so. He's perfect for it. He, this show is amazing. This show is unlike anything you've ever seen, and it might give, it, like, it might send old people out of the room. Like if you're watching it, what because the storytelling is schizophrenic, and the way Old people don't like schizophrenia. Uh, <laughs> well, they deal with it; they just like, don't like I, it. I shared oh. it. <laughs> I shared it with my sister for a personal example, and I said, "I don't know if you're going to like this, but if you do, you're going to love it." And she's like, "Okay." We turn it on. My mom, my mom's around. I'm like. She's like, is mom going to like this? Oh, no. Mom will not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing and makes sense. No, here. she was, my mom was literally like, what is going but, on? But then what's the hook? 
dude, the storytelling, it's it's brilliant because it makes you think, it makes you be smart, it asks something of you, and the visuals like are, are just crazy and the performances are spot on. Two of the villains, Jermaine Clement and Ooh. Aubrey Plaza. I like both of them. And Aubrey Plaza, I like both of them in, in even roles. though she's the succubus of charisma, season yes. two shout out. She is not in this. She is not in she this. She is freaking brilliant in this. So where's this one available? It's on Hulu right now. It's an FX show. So everything from FX goes to Hulu. Okay. Now Disney. It owns. was Amazon when I watched. Oh, it might be on Amazon as well. Yeah, I think it's Amazon. Uh, this is something that if you have a sour taste for standard superhero schlock, especially CW shows, this oh, is man. wildly different. Your, and your it will, background shows? It yes. Is it will candy. No, this is not a background I, show. You'll be lost in a heartbeat. I Don't haven't even watched season three, which is the final season, because there's only three. They had oh. a story to tell, and they finished it. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched I season three that. because I don't have the time to focus on every episode, every second of every episode. And Until I, it now. needs that time. Until, Until now. now. That's exactly. true. That's true. <laughs> Great choice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll add that to my list, Jacob. And uh, let me add one more plug on this, and that is that I, I don't rewatch almost anything but you kind of need to this one i am looking forward to doing it okay it's like stanley kubrick do you like how i'm making all these allusions oh boy stanley kubrick <laughs> directing the x-men wow mm-hmm. yeah it is it is and he's like let's get crazy yeah yeah okay anyway. all right next category is going to be fun for kids and adults i'm going with a series of unfortunate events oh good that's choice. a fun one it oh. is so fun that's a fun one but also an annoying one why is it annoying? I'm curious. Well, I watched that with my kids, and I love the writing. I love the dialogue, mm-hmm. but the story is so drawn out and slow. It just keeps oh, revolving. And I'm glad you said that itself. because it's too boring for like, me to watch. I, I, is it boring? So it's 50-minute episodes. They're not super tight. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, it's like these moments of like, oh, really entertaining. And then you have to wait like 12 minutes in between well, things. But it became very formulaic for me, too. But I will say this. This became a background show for me. Like we watched it as a family, mm-hmm. but I'd be like doing stuff on the computer. Yeah, stuff. the kids would be enamored by and it, be and, there, then, and I would be listening, and I'd love hearing the dialogue right. and I'd just get a kick out of it. And so mm-hmm. this is a good background yeah. show. The dialogue's fun. It, it's a very frustrating show, and there's only 25 episodes, if you could believe it. They feel much longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're 50 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And every one of these episodes is downhearted. And every two episodes is a book. Yes. Like every book takes two episodes. So whenever there's hope in this story, they take it away immediately. Mm-hmm. And then hope, take it away. Like it does but, get very redundant. But it's dark for kids, meaning it, it's it's My bad, kids loved but never it, too bad. And I feel like kids, much like probably when we grew up, you're kind of drawn to something a little bit scarier, maybe something edgier than you should be watching. Mm-hmm. This feels like an appropriate amount to yeah. me. Because you have a villain with Neil Patrick Harris playing Count Olaf. Did such and a good job. everybody else in this show, because yeah. he plays many variations. And I just love the attention to detail they give it. Yeah. The, the, the production design yes. and the camera work, yeah. it, it matches so well what's being said. Like, it's just right. a very, there's a, they know what their tone is. They're breaking the fourth wall. It. You have a lemony, Patrick Warburton is lemony snicket. Yes. And it's also a vocabulary lesson almost every episode. It, it really is. And then the opening song changes every two episodes, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, so Neil Patrick Harris sings the opening song. He sings as the character he's disguised as. I just yeah. love the little details. Yeah. It's like Game of Thrones, how they kept changing the intro. Just a little bit. But yeah. it's for a kid's show. <laughs> well, and I love the unique characters they put on here, too, because like they're all kind of weird looking, right. a well, little off, but also really fun to watch. Most people could say it's like, oh, that's very Tim Burton-esque, but it's better and more relevant than anything Tim Burton has done in 20 years, I would say. Fair. And Barry Sonnen, <laughs> yeah, I, had, I, had I know to, that you're I, thinking about it. I had though. to go 20 years back and be like, "Is that true?" So uh, it's uh, created by Barry fish. Sonnenfeld, who did, years. yeah, that, that was a while ago. Barry Sonnenfeld did Pushing Daisies, yeah, and also Men in Black and a few other movies. But he has a certain style, Some and of your it really favorites. shows here. I really love P- Pushing Daisies. Men in Black, you said the first one's fine. No. Yeah, 
<laughs> I like how I'm ending with that. But yeah, really great show. And it's, yeah, they're longer episodes, but there's just a few, like 25 and that's it. Oh, and just to end with the synopsis, just because we did not mention that, why, True. We should why there's like different one. stories told every couple episodes. So it's after the loss of their parents in a mysterious fire, the three Baudelaire children face trials and tribulations attempting to uncover dark family secrets, which is why I think kids would really relate to it because it's these three kids going through this going against a world of adults that are kind of working against them and sometimes for and kind of idiots. Most of the adults yes. in this show are idiots. The kids are the smartest ones in the room yeah. at all times. Yeah. Even the baby. All right. So for my pick, honestly, I struggled with this one. I didn't have a strong feeling about any. Well, because your kid right now isn't really watching yeah, high quality so entertainment. I, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, Is she watching Pocoyo or? No, no, no. We have. Ponyo. Uh, look, she's, Ponyo. Oh. she's like, she's not as enamored with little baby bum anymore. Little baby bum. That's it. That's the one. Does she watch Pingu? No, I don't You'll know what that is. You'll love Pingu. Okay. All right. It's maybe, a penguin show. Maybe I should find stuff because here's what love it is. Pingu. It's like, you don't love Pingu? No, I don't love it. It's just Pingu. Disney. It's Disney Plus. <laughs> this kid from the time she was like, I don't know, maybe 15 months old, she could sit through a movie. Nice. Is that weird? You've right? done well, Jacob. So like so. 12 monkeys? What are we talking so, about here? <laughs> no, this is Disney Plus. She loves Moana. She loves Little Mermaid. She loves Sleeping Beauty. Oh, you're starting to early. She you are cursing good. yourself, She adores sir. all these movies. Good she job. will sit and watch all of them. You realize that's the rest of your life for the next 15 yeah. years. It's oh, fine. no, no. It gets, it's fine with those ones. It's fine. It yeah. gets worse. Here's our nighttime routine, right? We have to watch uh, just a host on YouTube of Disney songs. So yep. then we watch, you know, Thank You from Moana. And we watch every single night, like 10 of them. And you can tell she loves this. This is what she's watching. Oh, my gosh. She adores it. Anyway, so my best guess for this for family is a show that I was like, this is pretty good, actually, and safe for, for kids and families. It's hard to come by that, honestly, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Lost in Space, the Netflix revisit. Yeah. Have you guys seen this? I haven't. Been waiting to watch this one. So I watched well, season one. You say kids, but it's got some... This is PG. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I, I was thinking... It's it violent, on, it right? It on PG-13. You think so? There's some S words and stuff like that in there. I've been told by a lot of people this is a family show, though. No, that's what I thought, too. And so I was like, cool, let's watch it together. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, I might have to vidangel this thing. Oh, really? I don't, yeah, for I don't my kids. For my kids, I should clarify. So, yeah, so Lost in Space, I do not have a synopsis, and I should have had that. That's uh, the Robinson family go out to space. and they After had, crash landing on the alien planet, the Robinsons family fight against all odds to survive and escape, but they're surrounded by hidden dangers, Will Robinson, dangers. The, the strange thing about this is that it's like, it's like goofy family sitcom. It's like you suddenly have full house, and then there's special effects, and, yeah, they're, okay. and they're great. And you're good like, cast too, and yeah, the cast is strong. Uh, the villain is annoying. That's the biggest flaw. Is he was always uh, hammy in every single version of this? He, Doctor Smith. Oh, it's not a he it's, in this it's one. It's uh, Parker Posey. What? Yeah, she's. Yeah. Uh, she's Why didn't you tell me that? I'm watching this one tonight. <laughs> is it I as good as the 1998s film starring Matt LeBlanc? Uh Yes, definitely better than that. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> it's like a 90s action movie. It yeah. is, it is, there is some moments of real suspense in this, and it doesn't always feel formulaic. Even though it is kind of a kid's show and you kind of expect that, it's like, okay, they the, the narrative actually went an interesting way with this. I appreciate it. It's totally watchable. I think kids will be really into it for the right age, mm-hmm. and uh, adults can totally watch. By the way, Jake, I know your next show that you'll be watching, considering mm-hmm. the Disney movie transition, mm-hmm. Sophia the First will be your, the TV show that you watch. Mm-hmm. Sophia the First? Yeah. Not, not, not heard of this. That's not one I like to watch, but no. Uh, so I wanted so much, Kent, to pick Avatar The Last Airbender right. 
uh, but it's not really available on any subscription service. It was right on now. Prime for it the was. longest time. Yeah, I actually bought it though because it was on Netflix. Then it left. Then it got on Prime. Then it left. And I'm like, I'm just buying this thing yeah. so I can watch it. I wanted to pick that. I couldn't because that's actually an entire story that will help pass the time. Right. Uh, but I kind of went with one that some people find endearing and some people find annoying. But I get a kick out of it. I chose Phineas and Ferb. Okay. I watched this for the first time just a couple months ago. and I Just a couple family. episodes? Uh, like, yeah, a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed. It's so funny. It's it's quick, fast-paced uh, dialogue, and it's it's all animated. It's a, it's a, it's a Disney show about uh, Phineas and Ferb invent scheme and stay one step ahead of their bratty sister. Meanwhile, their pet platypus plots against the evil Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Uh, I could sing the entire uh, opening theme right Go now, on. but I won't. Please proceed. Because 104 days. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but this is one of those episodes, or this is one of those shows where there's not an overlying arc in story. In fact, in each episode, quote unquote, you're getting two episodes. Like there's like 10 minute stories in between each one. And it is so formulaic that it's like, it's endearing. It's comfort food. In every single episode, you're going to have the boys just doing something. Candace trying to bust them. They're going to be like, oh, I know what we did today. Or no, uh, uh, Fer- Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. And then uh, Perry, the platypus, is going to go off and battle Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to ask, aren't you a little too young to do this? And they're going to be like, yes, yes, we are. Like, there's these running gags that happen every single episode. And I found myself, they have a musical number in the middle of it, but I find myself laughing every single time. This running gag but that keeps going. It feels so juvenile, like as far as like their sister almost finding out what they're doing or telling their mom, that sort of thing. Right. But for some reason, it is funny. It is. Well, it's because I think it's because... They were writing knowing that parents had to watch this with their kids. Okay. And so they throw in these jokes that are just like, that's hilarious. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why the, how they came up with this, but I it's find it funny. It's the comedic timing, the little bit that I saw. Yeah. I, yeah it was definitely. just spot on. Yeah. yeah. And this is TVG. This is squeaky clean. It may inspire some tomfoolery. But uh, <laughs> is that what the parents guide uh, says? Uh, but yeah, four uh, four seasons, two hundred and twenty two episodes. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And so there's a ton of episodes <laughs> of this, but they it is so much fun to watch. If you haven't seen Phineas and Ferb and just want something to pass the time with your kids, this is one you can watch without wanting to claw your eyes out and you may even actually enjoy it. All right. Our next category is what we're going to call just discovered. I mean, for me, it's more like recently watched. So I'm going to kick this one off. For me, I haven't had a lot of time to watch TV lately. But except you're the guy that always comes to us and is like, guys, I saw this random show on Netflix that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> Galavant is on Netflix, by the way, Jacob. Is it? I saw that. I watched an episode. Oh, my gosh. I need to go watch that. You someday. did watch an episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to on tell a Jake. Date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. All right. So just discovered I have chosen. I'm going to stick with the theme here. Picard. Because okay. I watched this last weekend. Uh, whole thing. No, this weekend, is the most Star weekend. Trek has ever been talked on a bacon. I know, yeah. I know. It's our blind so spot, by the way. It actually is part of the reason I went with Next Gen because I had Lost was my runner up, by the way, Joel. Oh, I love Lost. Yeah, I went with Picard. I know you guys wouldn't. You Why guys did I choose Lost. You shouldn't. You shouldn't watch you must it not like because very you, much. Need, you need to watch Next Gen in order to watch this, and it makes sense. Um, and when I brought it up to you guys I, a few days ago, last week, whenever it was, you're like, oh, we heard it wasn't that. You yeah, know. I heard bad reviews. I, I've heard Star Trek fans are not pleased with it. Here's the thing with Star Trek fans. They want one specific thing. It's they, almost like Star Wars fans. Yes. 
that is kind of true. Yeah. Um, and if it's not that thing, they're like, this isn't Star Trek. And um, I'm like, you people that are saying that right now, you listeners, I'm sorry, I do not agree with you. It's because a tricky road, though, because you, they, don't want, they don't want the formula to change, but they don't want the same old, same old. Yes, exactly. It's like, you, you can't be satisfied unless it evolves. Crap needs to evolve if it's going to be enjoyable. Okay, Ryan Johnson, take it easy real Whoa. quick. Ryan Whoa. Johnson, yeah. how dare you? Those are funny oh. words. <laughs> I'm going to throw this drink at Jacob's you. Jacob's going to leave the show. Can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Ryan Johnson comparison. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry. I take okay, it back. Okay. Okay. So uh, this show is actually, it's it's good. I don't, I don't, I don't like love, love, love it, but it's solid. Here's, this isn't love, love, love. This is just, just discovered and yeah. you're enjoying it. Here's my problem with it. Here's my one, my one problem with it is it's so lean that I actually, this is actually what makes it funny is because next gen, all the Star Treks, it's all of slow character development and you get into it and then there's moments of intensity, right? right. This is so fast paced that it doesn't quite give me the satisfaction of the character development that I want from Star Trek. How They're, they're only a couple episodes in, right? Uh, no, uh, nine and the finale is tomorrow, actually. Oh, so only 10 episodes in the first season? 10 wow. episodes. Interesting. So, I, so thinking, of, thinking about your guys' comments, I went online and I went to Rotten Tomatoes and the critic score is higher than Rotten the... Tomatoes, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the source of all knowledge and truth is what right. Joel calls it. That's, no, that's Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I found a quote from a critic that I'm not going to name because I didn't copy that part in. Uh, <laughs> but she said, quote, Picard is Trek through and through, full of thorny ethical quandaries, social allegories, sinister admirals, and an undercurrent of optimism in spite of it all. And I saw that and I was like, that is spot on. Um, not Spock on. That is Spock on. Oh my God. <laughs> You're off the Get show. Out of here. You're off the show. <laughs> Good anyway, night, everybody. So, if you are looking for something, if you have watched Next Generation, that's why I added that in there. Go back, watch that one. Picard's well worth a watch after that. Or if you have seen it already, go check out Picard. It is available on, oh, CBS. CBS now, but that is through Amazon Prime. Yeah, well, also CBS apparently is opening up right now. Oh, it's for free. free right now. Yeah. yeah, it's free for yeah. another day or something. Not when this airs, it won't be free. Quiet, you pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Mine actually has run three seasons. Uh, it ran three seasons, uh, seventy nine episodes, and actually it was on from nineteen sixty six to nineteen sixty nine. Oh wait, what in the world? Star Trek, the original series. There's way too much what? Star Trek happening here. <laughs> what? What so, is happening? Are you lying right no, now? No, I'm not lying. Are I, you pandering right now? What's happening? I, I okay. I had never seen a full episode of Star Trek in any incarnation. I'd seen some of the movies, but never a TV episode. Most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. And just recently, I started... I wanted. I said, you know what? This is a blind spot. I need to remedy. And so I started watching the original series. And for a while there, it was drudgery. Mm-hmm. Like for a while, for the first Some of those episodes, old original episodes are kind of I hurt. was like, man, what is going on here? This is the same repetitive formula. We're like, oh, we don't know what's going on. And we're on a strange planet. Someone's acting weird. What's going on? And then they find out. And then they resolve everything by Kirk taking off a shirt and punching someone in the face. Sounds about right. So... It does solve a lot. I was kind of like, whatever, you know, I know that and it actually wasn't a big ratings hit back when it was on. It wasn't until it became in syndication that people were like, oh, I like this show. But I'm now in the middle of the second season and I'm really enjoying it. Like, not like this is one of my favorite shows of all time now, yeah. but I'm like, I get why people like this. I'm seeing the humor in the characters. It's the same thing I mentioned with Gilmore. Oh man, just wait till with you Gilmore get to the next Girls. generation because well, it's, a, it's a real evolution. And that's my plan. I want yeah. to keep going. Yeah. But it's like, it's like Gilmore Girls where I got to know the characters. And so now like when someone says something to Spock, when, when uh, uh, Bones says something to Spock, I kind of laugh like, ah, you're like, I get that now. I get, he's riveting him. <laughs> Spock's so funny. 
Uh, <laughs> Spock's funny. Well, it's funny how dry he is. Like he'll say something in like a, the episode I just watched, and they're like, he's like, I think we're being insulted, and he's like, you are, or something like that. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but here's the funny thing uh, is that there is a quality to it. Kid. Sure, there, there, is. there is, and like yeah. I said, it's camp- no, it's essential viewing. It's campy. Though. It's corny. Each episode is 50 minutes long. They're over long, and so they are okay. over long. Because this is definitely one that you could put on as a background show. And sometimes I do, and I'm like, I get most of the story. I can look up like, oh, those hairy mud. If okay. they could just no, shave like, 10 minutes off of those, I would enjoy them a lot. More. I think so too. Yeah, and yeah. The, the the effects are surprisingly good in some parts. Okay. But I heard it's because they're remastered for the Netflix one. Ah, and oh, I was like, really? Ah, okay. Is it even good in season three when they finally cancel it? I, I, is no, it, I didn't. I didn't make it to season is three. Is it slightly yeah. better than average all the way through? I wonder. Don't uh, know. Hmm. The thing is, I'm enjoying season two a lot. And here's the funny thing: is that Netflix uh, retroactively puts ratings on this. And it's rated TV 14 what? for sex and fear. <laughs> well, on the episode I saw, making sale. <laughs> that seems a little redundant, guys. Well, it, it, it pulled up. Oh, yeah. Family <laughs> friendly, Ken. You said it. Uh, you said it. You said it. But Jake I said it. Uh, but oh, anyway, man. like it pulled up like the rating as I was watching it. And I was like, are you kidding me? And it was just, it was kind of a funny up, uh, like in a couple of episodes. That is funny. That. So, yeah. Uh, but I, like I said, this wasn't a big hit back on the day, but. It actually eventually spawned a franchise consisting of six television series, 13 feature films, numerous books, games, and toys. Crazy the legacy that has happened because really of that. Is. Yeah. It really is. And I'm, I'm finally discovering it. You might say I've done a Star Trek discovery. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my choice of the show I just Star discovered. Star Trek Discovery? Deep Space Nine. No, you're not. <laughs> of course I wouldn't. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I apologize to all the Deep Space Nine fans out there. He doesn't know what he's saying. Don't yeah. listen. The show I just barely discovered actually this past week is on Amazon Prime and it's called Black Sales. So this is, I uh, went from 2014 to 2017. Isn't there are 38 episodes. Creed I watched game? the pilot. I that is the fourth one. Yeah. Because it's a pirate based game and this is a pirate based TV show. The summary is follows Captain Flint and his pirates 20 years prior to Robert Louis Stevenson's classic novel, Treasure Island. I do like Treasure Island. So this... This is a TVMA, right? It is TVMA. Because I, I think I watched the pilot to this one and was like... Nah. So they try to surprise you in the first couple episodes and they're the like... They call it the captain. Yeah. <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> but the, I'd, I'd say the content at first, it's somewhere between The Last Kingdom, which is semi-mild. It's probably TV 14 up to Game of Thrones. So it's right between there for well, the first couple episodes. Wait, have you seen Last Kingdom? Yeah, I've oh, seen it about Because that's definitely mature episodes. violence. Oh, yeah. As far as violence, I mean, as far as as the actual content. Okay. I don't even see violence. You know that. But this show stars Toby Stevens, who is the dad in Lost in Space. Uh, Ray Stevenson. It has a whole bunch of character or British character actors in this one that you'd see in maybe some other shows, maybe some Game of Thrones and whatnot. But the show is so much fun to watch because the the setting feels real. Like they're stuck on a Caribbean island for most of it. And then what island? Caribbean. Would you Pirates say? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep, I always get Caribbean confused. Or Caribbean? It's Caribbean, unless you're watching Pirates, Pirates of the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. But they're stuck on the island, and then they actually build real ships. And so when they're having like maritime battles, it feels like you're actually there. Like hmm. the effects they are build really cool. real ships. Yeah, oh, good for them. And they don't destroy them. Obviously, they throw a little bit of effects in there, but they actually put you in that setting. So Bear McCreary does the music, and he did Battlestar Galactica and I most love his cable shows. shows. Bear McCreary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the history and the setting, I would actually say this kind of equates to The Last Kingdom. Granted, there's a lot of fictional stuff and it's based off a lot of book characters, 
but it feels more You keep more talking about his- The Last Kingdom. How much of that have you seen? I've seen like half a season. Okay. It feels more historical than, say, a Game of Thrones fantasy type show. Okay. And because it's about pirates, everyone is morally gray here. And so you're like, I'm rooting for that guy. No, wait, I changed my mind. She's the best one on the show. Oh, she is irredeemable. And so it keeps jumping back and forth. And these characters are all three-dimensional. And so Hmm. I would definitely recommend it once again. Watch it on VidAngel. Where is it at? It is on Amazon Prime. Okay. Only 38 episodes. I'm only five episodes into it, but I can't wait to get into more. All right, our next category is the... Kent Joyce, the hipster pick. Oh, I've never heard of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Or have you? Uh, This is one where the hipster pick means different things to different people. And I'm choosing this one not because I think it's like out there that no one's ever heard of, but I'm like, more people need to watch this. And they have it. And it's only two seasons and 26 episodes. I like that definition. This is a, this is a quick watch. More people need to watch it. No, it's more people shouldn't watch this. No, they should. It's better off Ted. So if you haven't I agree. seen... Go watch this. Uh, Better it's off Ted, uh, it's, the synopsis is, in a science-based company, a manager tries to keep control of his scientists while being pressured by his shrewd boss. Uh, and stars Ted Crisp, uh, Portia de Rossi, or excuse me, Jay Harrington, Portia de Rossi, and a uh, bunch of other actors you probably haven't heard of, but you know Portia de Rossi. She yes. was, this is like right after Arrested Development as Lindsay. She went on this show as uh, Veronica Palmer. This is available on Hulu. On Hulu. And it ran originally from 2009, 2010. Like I said, uh, two episodes. TV 14, like this is ABC stuff, but there's a lot of kind of sexual innuendo in this. Mm-hmm. SE actual. Uh, SE actual. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Family I, friendly. I N I N N U N D O. And innuendo is his name. But this is it's a lot of work. It's this weird heightened reality of this evil company who's done everything from like weaponized pumpkins. And then created killer panda robot, pandas and robots. But they don't act like it's an evil company. No. They're just going to work. But it's the whole kind yeah. of concept of an evil corporation. But it's like, right. no, this corporation actually is kind of evil. But they like have all it's the... It's a 9 to 5 job. The, yeah, the 9 to 5 job, regular workers. And like it's one of those weird shows where like the, the, the main guy, Ted, he uh, will walk through and then he'll be talking to the camera. Like he's the narrator and the character. So he'll be talking, break the fourth wall, talk to the camera, <laughs> and then he'll jump back to the regular scene. But there's just such witty dialogue between them. And the reason I think you should watch this is Phil and Lem, the two scientists, are one of the best comedic duos I've ever seen on television, the way they play off each other. I love these two together in this role. They do really work. And it's hilarious. And the the company, Verdian Dynamics, they do this amazing running gag where they'll take stock footage and kind of piece it together and then turn it into an ad for this fictional company, Verdian Dynamics. And it's you can find these clips online, but they just, I honestly think they're just kind of improving what they're seeing on the screen right. and trying to make it relate to what's happening. But it's just such a funny show. It's one of those quick-witted, clever dialogue shows. You say shows. two seasons? Two seasons, 26 okay, yeah. episodes. And like I said, I got yeah, ca- it's over too soon. ABC has a problem with canceling shows too early, like Pushing Daisies I've mentioned before. It got cut off. This one doesn't really have a finale finale. But it's okay because like you're not really watching for the overarching story. You're watching because you like the characters and you think they're it funny. It makes you laugh. All right. My hipster pick is, once again, not for everyone, but this is for hipster cant over here. Mm-hmm. It went for six and a bit seasons that you can find on Netflix. And six it is and a bit? Six and a bit. So is they had six official? seasons and then like a movie to wrap it up. Oh. It's a British show called Skins. So this went from 2007 mm, to 2013. I this one. Is this family friendly? Not really. No. Uh, 61 episodes. This okay. is it's a, called Skins, Jacob. So the name is... <laughs> it's a, about sports. <laughs> yeah. Shirts and Skins. Sk- uh, Shirts was the prequel series, and then there was <laughs> okay. Skins. skins. I'm gonna leave Shirts out some- is a little more family friendly. 
I'm just trying to resist dating jokes with you right now. You know, <laughs> oh, you know. oh, now? Yeah. Skins. Thank you for refraining. What's Skins about? So Skins follows British teens going through high school and the drama centered around relationships, partying, and larger consequences. And the unique thing about this is it's not like a high school show where it's like, hey, we're going to follow you through three years and then go to college, but it's less interesting. And I only it was really only fun and dynamic when you were in high school. This follows a new cast every two years. So basically it's like, hey, here's kids in high school. And it's a circle of friends. And then after two seasons, they'll graduate. You'll never see them again. Hmm. British people. Oh, it's like Am an right? anthology series, yeah. but with two seasons at a time? Yes. And so there are six seasons generally. And you get so three different casts. Uh, this actually catapulted Nicholas Holt, K.S. Scaldelario, Dev Patel, Jack O'Connell, and Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Mm-hmm. This is where they Both got they their start. Get out. <laughs> well, Danny Kaluuya, yeah. And so this is where they got their starts. The acting is really quite good. Yes, this is a teen show with teen drama, but it feels like a rated R after school special. But something about it, it may be the writing, it may be the great soundtrack, which is very like 2000s punk, like alt rock and punk. But it's more about their annoying teen, teen lifestyles. Like the acting is that good that by the end of the second season, you actually don't want the characters to go. You're like, I could watch more of these characters, and then you have to get used to a new group of characters. And then by the end of their seasons, you're like, oh, no, like I don't want them to go. Sounds like Doctor Who. A, a little bit, but I'm not going to go there because I don't want to turn people away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the acting is fantastic. Uh, if you can handle a little bit darker content, if you can find this on VidAngel, there's some language and SE actual content. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go too far because they are teenagers and you can't show too much of that on TV anyways. Right. So it's more allusions to that and, and drug use. Hmm. So some of your favorite things altogether. Yeah, Can, but are any of your picks uh, TVPG by chance? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> Do you know me? <laughs> I just was wondering. <laughs> yeah, what was your watch with the family one? Oh, it, it was, was Game of Thrones. It's it's Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The animated version. Oh, obviously. All right. My pick is strangely hipster this is a show that ran from 1989 to 2013 but most people have not heard of it it's a british show it is the how have you not brought up supernatural yet jacob i'm not i'm not going to because there wasn't the right category it's too obvious okay. yeah and it is too obvious right it's kind of redundant it's a mainstream way watch right I think so. I think so. Although it's a little weird how they're paused right now. Anyway. On their last season. I know, right? Like, they're so close to the end. It's like, oh, two months? No, this can't end. This, this is probably why it's all happening. Yeah. yeah, they probably will. All right. So, uh, what, like, like I was saying, uh, this is the Agatha Christie character, Hercule Poirot. He is a Belgian uh, detective. And uh, it's played by... Kenneth Branagh. David Suchet. <laughs> Suchet. Suchet? Yeah, David Suchet. Okay. And uh, he's he's brilliant, actually. So this is one of these shows that I, you guys, like, I mean, Patrick Stewart's been brought up. Like, you bring him in, like, Next Generation, and it's like, holy cow, this guy can act. And everyone mm-hmm. else has to step up their game to kind of keep up with him. Mm-hmm. This is this is him. It's, it's like, it's just this goofy cast. It's just this murder mystery. It goes on and on. But this guy is from the same acting company as... Uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart and a bunch of these famous British people. And he anchors the show so it feels real the whole time. Is it a television show or movies? It's, like it's obviously adapted from Agatha Christie novels. Yeah, no, they're just they're just episodes. Like, are we talking like four per season, or is this like a Sherlock what structure kind of a thing, is or is it more like a like fifty minute? For example, season five, episode one. I just went back kind of randomly. Uh, it runs for fifty minutes. 
and that's pretty standard. Okay. Uh, for for a lot of these shows, you can and they get, solve the mystery within the episode. Yeah. Uh, there's there's occasional two parters. Okay. Things like that. That's basically it. Now this is just it's kind of like your regular cut and dyed murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. And you have uh, this guy in an English area, so he's the fish out of water. Um, his accents his accents are very heavy, and he has these famous lines about little gray cells and things like that. Uh, but he's very compelling. He's very interesting. The acting from him is just spot on. You learn to love this strange old man with his tiny little mustache, not unlike yours, Kent. Uh, except <laughs> tiny. Except really good looking and oh and um, thank you oh his oh oh and uh, <laughs> yours is even better yes it's just called Paro and you can watch it on spell that for us please Amazon P O I R O T oh Poirot no. I've seen Poirot <laughs> no but no you've seen Ponyo <laughs> no listen listen in case listener you're not convinced of this if you like murder mysteries and you want to watch something you haven't seen before say you're a fan of like Monk or Psych if, if or you're Columbo a, if you're a fan of Monk. Honestly, you're gonna like this, and it's uh, it's it's very British though, and that that honestly, How British is it? It's quite British, and it adds to the charm. Honestly, so okay, so low production value, but still worth watching. Yes, low production value, great anchoring acting from him. And eighty nine, it started eighty nine to twenty thirteen. I swear, I saw these like like seventies versions of this show or something. That's yeah, what it, BBC it just, feels like. It, it just, feels like the seventies. <laughs> that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, BBC in the nineties. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, for our final category, it is the show that you haven't seen. This is the one you want to watch. What do, what do you guys have your eye you know, on? During this quarantine, we're going to give it a shot? Is what you're saying? There are so many shows I want to watch, and I feel like I'll have the time to watch them like, now. Like Gallivant? Like Gallivant. Like original Star Trek? I'm only going to watch Gallivant on dates. Like Next Generation? Like Twin Peaks? Like Better Call Saul? Like Last Better Kingdom? Call Saul. But the all, the, show, all these ones Jacob and I have told you to watch for years and years and mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice, but the show I chose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about your decision making. Is Peaky Blinders. You haven't oh. seen this yet? I haven't. Oh, you're going to like it. I've heard people really like that So one. once again, I'm going for a rated R show where every character is great. Do you have anything happy yep. on your list? Was there any happy ones? No. Um, Teletubbies, I chose that, kind no, of. No, you chose Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun sometimes. There's like ventriloquist dolls. I just feel like you need more light in your life, Kent. No, this is the stuff I love. I love the heavy stuff. So Peaky Blinders. Even your Blinders. comedy was, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. So this one it went, started in 2013. It's still going today, but the seasons are very short and very spread out because the cast is kind of A-list Irish and British act. Like Killian Irish Murphy and British actors, yeah. It, Tom Hardy's in there as well. We have Anya Taylor-Joy, Sam Neill shows up, Aidan Gillen, Adrian Brody for a couple episodes, Sam Claflin, and I'm only naming a few of the actors here because there are like 300 people in the show. There's only 30 episodes of this show. Which and you have not started this at all. Haven't. Oh. Because okay. I knew it was going to be very violent, it is. a little hard to understand, hence subtitles, which I watch on Netflix anyways. But the summary is, a gangster family epic set in 1919 Birmingham, England, centered on a gang who sew razor blades in the peaks of their caps and their fierce boss, Tommy Shelby, which is Killian Murphy. Sew razor blades in the peaks of their caps? Yeah, so basically they're known by their outfits. It's a st- urban street gang, basically, yeah. right after World War One, leading up to World War Two, and they dress nice... But it's still like grimy, and they have razor blades in their caps. So if they get, it's like they get, it's just casual wear. But then if there's a fight, then they can pull the hats off and they can start slashing people. It, yeah. And there's a fight scene in the pilot, 
and it's uh, it's a little uncomfortable. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is a dark show. They have like they deal with robbery, violence, racketeering, bookmaking. Oh, bookmaking. Bookmaking. That sounds, Ooh. No, that sounds very you dangerous. Know that, that's we should have had a bookmaking category. <laughs> that's, that's, they use the glue. That doesn't. They get the paper together. It, it oh. means it means something else, Jake. <laughs> it gets Ken's blood boiling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that binding. <laughs> what? No. But this is one I've always meant to watch but it was almost so dark that i'm like i'm gonna push it's this one off for a dark. while it's what? not that dark it's not darker than ozark by any stretch are you sure yes okay so i'm gonna watch it. it's only 30 episodes they're an hour each should be a pretty easy watch during this time during this time the only one you can't understand guess who tom hardy Oh, of course. So my God, like, what on earth is he is saying? Face is he wearing a any point? He's trying to have a stronger accent. Like he's leaning into it. Ooh. And so it's like double down on Tom Hardy trying to be unrecognizable. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know. And he's, he's got this giant beard too. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jake, what's yours? Uh, mine is, this is honestly a random shot. I've done no research on this. I saw one teaser and I thought, interesting. This is Devs. Oh, it's brand new. Brand, yeah. brand new. Yeah. yeah uh, Nick Offerman. Nick seen, Offerman. Yeah. Speaking of beards, Nick Offerman has a, Parks and Rec. Has, a, has a beard. And uh, yeah. And I, I, I've deliberately not looked into it very much. But I would take tiny teasers from you guys if you know more. Just the mood on that one. I, that's it. I don't, I don't have a lot to say about that one. I'm like, oh, I saw Nick Offerman talking about this on a talk show recently. And he was basically just saying that he's, his character is like this genius type who uh, works in computers and things like that. And so I was like, that seems so different from... Very different. The technophobe Ron Swanson. But yeah, yeah, I don't know much about it. But what, what was the piqued your interest about? Just that Nick Offerman was in it? No, no. Uh, it, was, uh, it was like they found a role that he could do and they made his look different enough that it was like, you're not just looking at Ron Swanson, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, That's a miniseries. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, F- that makes me like it more. An FX limited miniseries. And FX. I didn't know that okay. either. So it'll be on Hulu. Yeah. Like it even more again. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, I don't know much about it, but it's, uh, I'm just looking. It's TVMA, 50 minutes per episode, it looks like. Uh, do you mind if I read the synopsis, Jacob? Oh, please. A computer engineer investigates the secretive development division in her company, which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend. Hmm. Interesting. Less interesting now, but yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's no longer in this list. Yeah, I was hoping for more mystery oh, there. But FX kind of kills it. They do. They do. We haven't mentioned Fargo, and, and but everyone should watch Fargo. Yeah, I want to yeah. save that for another episode of this. Too bad Fargo it's is my pick. It, it should have it is not. It is. Yes. <laughs> is it really? It really is. I was going to do this whole thing where I'm like, it stars. Okay, guys, this show stars Timothy Oliphant, Ted Danson, Martin Freeman. Just have you guys go. What the crap? Billy is Bob this Thornton show? and Billy Bob Thornton and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'm so happy you put this. So everyone keeps telling me, Joel, you need to watch Fargo, and I'm like, I didn't like the movie that much. It's just like Chris Rock too. Uh, yeah, Chris Rock's coming in the next season. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this is one of those shows. Uh, I'll read the synopsis. Is No first. Holly still a creator on that? Uh, I don't know. Various mm. chronicles of deception, intrigue, and murder in and around frozen Minnesota. Yet all these tales mysteriously lead back to what lead back one way or another to Fargo, North Dakota. Now I've been to Minnesota. I've been to Fargo, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a show from North Dakota. But for everyone seems to like the show. Three seasons so far. Thirty episodes so far. Uh, it's on FX. And they are I, brutal and unforgettable. It says it's and t- kind of brilliant. It says TVMA and it's FX. I'm like, it's on TV, but it seems like it has a lot of stuff in it. So I didn't yeah. know what the content exactly was. A lot of murder. It's like a light R. A light R. Yeah. Okay. 
I understand that. But the thing I find, the thing I find interesting, a couple of things I find interesting is that one, each season, different cast mm-hmm. with some little overlaps here and there, but you're following a new group is of there? people. Yeah, apparently that's what it said. Is like there's some overlaps. I don't remember any seasons. overlaps between one and two. Probably like story a story character walking slightly. through or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also apparently each season contains references to Coen Brother films, which I like the Coen Brothers. I, I liked Fargo. I just think it was a little overrated. overrated. Yes. Okay. When I finally saw it. So this is one where it's going to be dark and I know it's going to be dark. And so I'm kind of building up to it. Oh, it's but dark. You will love Martin Freeman in the first season, but also think he is pathetic. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He's well, such a so worm. Great. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, and it's an unforgettable character. Yeah, it really is. And so this I is one where that. That, that thing is, this, this is one where I'm like, and I, I don't have Hulu either. And so I'm like, I need to find a way to see this because I hear everyone likes it and they, they, everyone keeps telling me I'll like it. This is this is one of these shows. I know you don't really forget shows, but like sometimes I watch something and I'm like, I don't care. And it's gone. But this is one like the performances from Martin Freeman and Billy Bob Thornton on this sticks. It's the it's probably the best uh, of either. Season I've ever two, seen. Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons are amazing. Yes, they are. Jesse they Plemons. are. So yeah, there you go. That's my pick. Was such a good choice. I'm yeah. very pleased. So there you go, guys. There's our picks. These are ones that we're offering to you as options out there that you can watch with a subscription service while you have some extra time, maybe, during this time. Maybe, possibly, that you do. Okay, guys, real quick. Name the show you love that you really want everyone out to watch, but they haven't watched it. Here's mine. I've talked about it before. Supernatural. Justified. Oh, yeah. I've, I've watched the first couple episodes of that. Love that show. Love, love, love it. that. I've gone through that one twice. Again, really rare that I'll rewatch anything. But this is Timothy Oliphant, and he's uh, he's in the boot hill of somewhere, and uh, it, it's all about it's like grimy western hillbilly culture, and the storytelling is just fantastic, and the villain is is one of the best on TV over the last. You can find it on Amazon Prime, right? Yes. All right, mine would be Spaced. You can find this on Hulu. This is Edgar Wright's TV show with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I watch that. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. It's very old in British, meaning 21 years old. So it feels old. Wow. But uh, this, is, that? this is on Hulu. And it is really the precursor to Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. You see it in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think, Jacob, maybe because you brought it up and I realized I'd, I'd missed it, but lost. I feel like a lot of people... Have people not seen Lost? That's the thing. It's like my, if my, they haven't, I agree with you. My they dad need to used go to bring it up like all the time in his, his classes in college, and he realized there was a, a curve near the end of people who were going to college who weren't like watching TV, that type of TV, when they were younger, so they never saw it. Oh, wow. and so I feel like the younger generation... So it's like the last destination TV show. It's like the one you should see, because Lost is one of those, one of those game-changing TV series where every episode... It ends on some sort of, I got to watch the next episode. I got to know what happens. Like In every four single weeks, time. you'll find out. It's like a Dan Brown book <laughs> on TV. Yeah. And then, yeah, you don't have to wait for all those gaps in between seasons. You can just binge I could right have through never it. waited. And I it, only streamed it. That thing is we had to wait. Yeah, I remember, I remember having discussions about what do you think happened? I bring it up and we could do a whole show on this. We've talked about doing a whole show yeah, on we Lost. Have. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, this is a great one to pass the time. And it's, you know, TV uh, level stuff. It's uh, ABC. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're not going to get... There's a little questionable material in there, but nothing beyond TV standards. Mm-hmm. Network TV standards. Mine, right. Mine's a little grittier. That one is. Just it's FX. Yeah. yeah. FX, they push some boundaries. They do. I think that's their slogan. <laughs> FX. We push some boundaries. boundaries. So there you go. There, there is our list of shows for you 
Uh, so you can enjoy that during this time of uh, self-quarantining. So basically, I don't want to go to Facebook the day after the show releases and have people say, what should I watch? And if people do say that, send them this episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah please do, because they're not they're probably going to watch it. Because, you know, when you're whenever people ask me, <laughs> what should I watch? I will spend so much time gathering information, yeah. asking questions, looking for things on different sources and then compiling a beautiful. And they're list. watching Big Bang Theory And they're again. like, I'm going to watch The Office again. And I'm yeah. like, mm, fine. Why did I waste my time telling you what to watch? Because you can't help yourself. Where's my face? Um, I started like rush back there for a second. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. But before we go, we would like to thank the I Am The Listener category and the Bacon Council. So starting with I Am The Listener, it's Terry Finley, Stephen Ross, Adrian Gray, Chris Drought, Braden Winterton, Crew Dutler, Colton Cook, Jennifer Kilkowski, and disappointing Joel with weekly name changes, it's a more civilized podcast. Not just me. <laughs> <laughs> and then our Bacon Council is Nicole D. Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Mott Smudrow, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Also, thank you, Jacob, for five years on Bacon Cell. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, why do you guys keep talking about me like I'm dead? There's it a pandemic. feels so final. <laughs> but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits when they start performing again. Uh, for more details, go to qwcom or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews from a couple months ago, it's at ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. I, uh, I, I'm known to interact there if it's bacon sale related. Otherwise, Twitter is a very scary, scary place. <laughs> can we still tag you? Yeah, of course. Of course. Perfect. Awesome. And uh, you can go find uh, Bacon Sale merchandise, tpublic.com slash bacon sale. We have a lot of cool stuff there. You can go represent Bacon Sale, grab a sticker, put it on your laptop, do whatever you like. You can find uh, tons of more content, as we mentioned, from uh, Patreon. If you'd like to support us, we really do appreciate it there. And if you were waiting for me to not be around, this is the time, okay? <laughs> and if you do join, make sure you say that's the reason, uh, because that's really going to please me when, no. we, we, when we discuss it with these guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's patreon.com slash bacon cell. All right. So until next time, are you still watching? We all have clothes on while we huddle in the closet together. <laughs> I'll keep this all in the real show. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll leave it on again. Thanks, Kent. Kent, edit this out. <laughs> in the mouth of two or three witnesses, Joel. That's what I have to say. I want Joel to swear more. Nope. Please? Stifle him. Stifle. Are uh, we bringing in bit. handsome guys? Uh, yeah, Kent insisted. Are you ready? Josie's on a vacation. <laughs> oh, so bad. I can't do it. <laughs> Let's try again. Oh. You got this. Josie's on a vacation. No. Oh, man. I'm, that was I, more I, I need delivery. To hear it first. Last I time. need to hear it first. Yeah. And then it'll be less terrible. L U V still sounds like love. Oh, you guys, you're right. Hey, love you guys. So you can't make any new friends anymore. Yeah. yeah. Not when you have a mustache. Usually I just like watching you guys, but uh, tonight. Gross. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Joel doesn't like being watched. I do. Okay. You mean Jimmy English? Yeah, Johnny English. Johnny English. It's you gotta watch season. this. Yeah. You will like this. Eat your vegetables. Uh, Get off the show, Jacob. And it's <laughs> fine. I'm too soon. <laughs> oh, she's not gonna like that. The guy from Downton Abbey does show tunes. Yeah, and he's a superhero. Yes. Wait. People don't like schizophrenia. Uh, <laughs> well, they deal with it. They just like, don't like I, it. I, oh, is mom gonna like this? Oh no, mom will not like this. <laughs> It may inspire some tomfoolery. 
not Spock on. That is Spock on. He's ribbing him. <laughs> Spock's so funny. You said it. Uh, you said it. You said it. But I said it. That seems a little redundant, guys. I n i n n u n d o. And Yendo is his name. Shirts is a little more family friendly. I'm just trying to resist dating jokes with you right now. You learn to love this strange old man with his tiny little mustache, not unlike yours, Kent. It's a little uncomfortable. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Because Kent's blood boiling. You know what I'm saying? The journey was fun, but you guys sucked at the end.